This is the Charge and Buffalo podcast. I am Luke, and I am joined once more by Joe. Joe, how are you this morning? I'm doing fine. You seem tired, of course. I am very tired. No double Mountain Dews. No double Dews today. Uh, stuck in traffic mm-hmm. this morning. Very, very rough drive in. But hey, we're here. We're going to reminisce a little bit. We're going to talk some Stanley Cup playoffs. It's playoff time. Yeah. So we're going to reminisce about some playoff teams. Talk about some local playoff happenings as well up the highway a little bit, mm-hmm. whatever highway that Emmerich. is. And I, I, I rant, rant about uh, AHL TV. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that'll be fun. You have something to say. I do, yes. Uh, story time, everyone. You know, we like uh, getting these shows started off on a little lighthearted note, get you eased in. Well, yesterday, my day did not get off so lightheartedly, okay? So, <laughs> now... Joe, what what do you think about what would you presume about a series before it happens when an eight seed who clinched on the last day of the regular season is facing a sixty two win juggernaut? What like what would you assume before they're that? probably going to get swept? Indeed, I mean, yeah. indeed. Um, so I tweeted during the first period. Maybe okay, maybe it was a little premature, but still, we'll get there. Okay, I tweeted during the first period of Game 1 between the Lightning and Blue Jackets, something along the lines of, I am feeling a when lot better. When they were better. winning 3 to nothing. When they were winning 3 to, no- three to, to nothing. nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. When they were winning 3 to nothing, I tweeted something along the lines of, I'm feeling a lot better about choosing the Lightning to sweep in all four of my brackets. Well, uh, what would that have been? That was Wednesday. So five days later... That would come back to bite me in the rear end, apparently, because I was quote tweeted by a betting page with who's apparently pretty famous. Uh, with you can 100... say, say the name. You can t- say the name. I'm gonna say the name. Yeah, he has yeah. 125,000 followers. Incarcerated Bob. I've never heard of this guy. He I... he makes some fake rumors sometimes. Okay. I remember back at the 2017 draft, he said the Sabers were trading for Patrick Kane. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, guys. that's what we're dealing with. Apparently, he's been on the Mike Francesa show, which probably tells you all you need to know about him. Uh, and I looked him up, and he is a, I mean, a renowned scumbag, it seems like. he. There's something, an article I saw about a journalist trying to get an interview with him, and what Mr. Bob did was instead created fake emails making the journalist look like a racist 
and accusing him of being a leader of a KKK group in the South and completely just Watch your s- sabotage the guy. And uh, he's a scumbag, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so I tweet this, and I get a quote tweet saying something along the lines of, you know, I, 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 LOL, I bet you're regretting this now, dot, 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 chief. I'm like, okay, well, who is this guy? I'm in the Tim Hortons drive-thru <laughs> when I get this. It's 8 o'clock in the morning, and Mr. Betting Man here is vanity searching me on Twitter. Um <laughs> Or looking up uh, takes. God forbid, a, a a a eight seed doesn't get swept and goes up in a series. Surprisingly, to everybody's shock, I'm sure ninety percent of hockey fans, ninety five, ninety five percent of hockey fans, were, were not choosing the Blue Jackets. Um. So I think Blue Jackets fans were only choosing the Blue Jackets. And so he he backs up his his preposterous claim by. Repeatedly sending me pictures of his betting lines that he tweeted of, you know, uh, taking a huge upset here, plus 500, whatever the term is, on the Blue Jackets. Okay, idiot. First of all, you took a very stupid risk. Great job with your money there. Okay, I don't care if you're up 3000 bucks now. I don't even care how much money you have because you make your living on betting, you loser. Sorry. <clears throat> Listen, I understand if you bet for leisure, okay, but don't, I mean, that's not a job, Okay. Okay, but carrying on here. Uh, so I get into like this, this this battle with him. Like I'm 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 just I'm flabbergasted because he takes the form of argument. He takes the uh, I'm the only one who knows what's going on here, so you need to watch more hockey argument. That's what he was doing. He was like, watch more hockey. I've been watching hockey for 25 years. The playoffs are another animal. I know that idiot. Okay. If this was an explicit podcast, I'd be using much more, much worse words. But so it goes on and on, and I don't know how big a deal this guy is. Like my friend was shocked. He buys his followers one hundred percent. My friend was 100%. shocked. I didn't know who he was. Really? And yeah, I don't care what you're famous for betting. So anyway, he gets his cronies, his bot army, <laughs> to get on me. And you know what's funny? Me the same exact picture of his bet lines. Like okay, what, you, you, yeah, yeah. His his betting burners, his burner bots, are all over me. Um, so, um, a few of our great followers came to my rescue. Uh, Ike Daddy, Daddy backed me up. Um, <laughs> Sabers on the warpath. Ranting Ron. <laughs> Ranting Ron came to my rescue. Uh, a whole Sabers Twitter militia. Uh, militia came to help me and i'm so thankful for that but the two sabers on the warpath and ike daddy were both immediately blocked by these <laughs> oh, guys and i've i'm blocked by him and too. you're blocked and you're not reading around i was with these blocked guys. before before no, he even no. interacted with you i i tried looking up his his like patrick kane tweets one time and i was already blocked yeah i'd like i've never even had a Twitter conversation with this guy, so maybe I offended him. So this went on all morning. Even later in the day, at like 5 o'clock, they're still coming back to my profile and actively seeking out my tweets and, like, responding to me. So I'm like, okay, well, they're they're trying to get me to block them because they want to post pictures that I block them. They want to post a screenshot of it saying Luke oh, TCB has blocked you. They're like, oh, guess who's going to take the heat? Uh, no, idiot. Guess what? Guess who won? Guess who won in the end? 
They blocked me first because I took uh, one of his cronies' profile pictures and used it as a reaction image to get inside his head. I don't post pictures of myself, so boom, there's a uh, there's an easy way to get back at them and get inside their head because uh, they don't know what sarcasm is and they just take everything literally and like just try to seem like a smartass. Sorry. Um, but uh, so three of them blocked me, including Incarcerated Bob. So, who won? Another thing, Incarcerated Bob said, now you're famous, lol. I'm famous? Dude, you've never gotten more than 15 likes on any bad take this that you retweeted. This is why I think he buys all of his followers. Yeah, yeah, I'm famous. I, I gained five followers yesterday. What do you mean I'm famous? I got, like, replies from three people, or five people. Three of them were your bots. I'm famous. Well, thank you, sir. He buys his followers. Thank you for the clout. I only have 986 followers. I made a joke about Hold thank on. you for the clout, and one of his idiot friends or whatever it is thought I was being serious. He said, you have no clout. Nobody knew who you were till Bob retweeted you. <laughs> who the hell is Bob? Who is Bob? <laughs> what, you bet You bet on sports and you're a big shot? Are you kidding me? How about this? I'm gonna place a bet, one thousand dollars. He doesn't have a college degree. How about that? Plus five. I bet he's living in Queens, New York, with a tank top and shorts on, watching the Mike Francesa show, waiting for the Yankees to come on, and going on a Nets message board and complaining about D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> oh my god. So. All right. Um, I just want to say I've gained a new appreciation for Sabres Twitter because they're all so loving, and I felt like I, I went from like I went from a cesspool to just a beautiful, just garden <laughs> garden city of angels. So uh, back to back to Bob here, yeah. how he buys his followers. So I only have nine hundred eighty six followers, mm-hmm. and he's got probably like he has three hundred times the amount that mm-hmm. I have, and. I feel, yeah, like, here, 16 likes, 128 likes, mm-hmm. 10, 12. Like, this guy, he's only getting 15, he buys his followers. Mm-hmm. Should probably buy likes, too, we make it more believable. I know. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That was a good little good little rant there. Thank you. I'm going to end it there. Because mm-hmm. we have some stuff to talk about. So if you're listening, Bob. Get wrecked. Yeah, get wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> next so, cola. Someone's going <laughs> to. Next, next Next cola. Someone's going to tag him and tell him to listen, and he's going to try and ruin your life. That was my fear, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> That's why I told you to block every single one. And I one did. Well, they're all blocked. Cronies, they're yeah. all blocked now. So. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> what are we starting with today? Uh, well... <laughs> oh, my God. Elaine Vigneault has been hired by the Flyers, mm-hmm. so... And Todd McClellan's going to the Kings, Yes, so, so cross their names off the list. Yeah. What's left... What's left? I think Chris Taylor will be the best option at this point. Hold on. Joe DiBiase tweeted uh, a list. So we'll bring that up. Indeed he did. With the betting odds, right? Mm-hmm. With yeah. the betting yeah. odds. So maybe, <laughs> maybe we should have uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Bob on. <laughs> we can have an argument. We can have Mr. Bob on here, and he can mm-hmm. tell us who's going to be the next coach of the Sabres. Yeah. All right. So let's pull this up. And let's discuss some of the options that Sneaky Joe brought up. All right, the favorite, Chris Taylor, plus 150. Mm -hmm. I I think when it's all said and done, unless, like, Mike Sullivan is fired Mm -hmm. or Torts 
Torch is not getting fired now, but somebody who's like in the playoffs right now, I think unless they're fired, Chris Taylor's probably going to be the guy. Uh, next, he says Ralph Kruger, who just left his position at Southampton Football Club in mm-hmm. England. And he said, I believe he's open to anything. So maybe he is eyeing a potential comeback, but is it going to be for a head coaching job? That's the thing. More people I've heard his speculate name... that he'd be more of a front office kind of deal. Yeah, I've heard his name linked to more president. Mm-hmm. Next, he mentions Lindy Ruff. No. You're not on this boat, but I would not be opposed. I mean, if they announce tomorrow that Lindy Ruff is the next head coach of the Buffalo Sabres, I'm not going to be mad. But it would like, be I don't like, hate Lindy, but... No, but it would but be... But, like, why? Yeah. There's a reason why Lindy Ruff isn't brought up in any discussions besides Buffalo. Yeah. Everyone complaining about Elaine Vigneault or Todd McClellan would be complaining about Lindy Ruff for the same reasons if his name wasn't Lindy Ruff and he wasn't beloved in Buffalo for 15, 20 years, you know? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. I... I don't know. And his teams in Dallas weren't even that good either. I mean, one of them were good, but they failed in the playoffs. So, if you don't, if you didn't like Todd McClellan or Elaine Vigneault, why is Lindy Ruff an option in 2019? He he took them to the playoffs twice, I think. One of them was, I think they won the division. Failed, though. That's true. Chris Nonblock, plus seven, 750. Uh, he's an interesting name for me. Coach mm-hmm. Connor McDavid in Erie. Hmm. I'd take him, but... Where is he now? He's an assistant in Philly. Okay. So maybe, maybe, probably maybe not. Maybe not anymore. Yeah. Uh, Jacques Martin, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> maybe 20 years ago, but not now. Uh, Guy Boucher, absolutely not. Uh, Ricard Gronberg, the the name that's beloved on Sabres Twitter yeah. for some reason because he's got a beard. Uh, sure. I mean, I don't understand. I'd be open to it. I don't understand the infatuation with him, but yeah, sure, why not? But does anybody truly know anything about Ricard Gronberg, though? Does anybody know? No. I haven't heard anything besides, look at his beard. <laughs> like Sabres buzz. He's like, man, look at the guy's oh beard. Oh, God. Look at his beard. Hire this man. Uh, Mike Yo, no thanks. Randy Carlisle, no thanks. Todd McClellan, still not officially with the Kings, but it sounds like he's going to the Kings. John Cooper just signed an extension, so he is not going to be coming to Buffalo or being fired, even if they get swept by the Blue Jackets. Daryl Sutter, I don't think he's leaving his farm. He is a farm boy at heart. He he ain't leaving his farm. Bruce Boudreaux, what if they name an interim coach? Mm -hmm. Just like, yeah, you're not the head coach, you're just an interim and they wait for Boudreaux to get fired when Minnesota's a dumpster fire next year. What would you trade for Bruce Boudreaux? I've heard people throw out the Sharks' first-round pick, and Ooh. I'm sorry, that is no. the most insane thing that, that I've is ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. Trading a first-round pick for a coach. And I love how that would get more praise than trading a first-round pick for a goalie. Mm-hmm. People would love it if they traded a first-round pick for Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux. Like, how? He's not even playing for your team. No. It's a coach. That would be embarrassing. Oh my More than God. anything. Yeah. Oh, my God. They'd trade a first-round pick for a coach. I'd trade a second-round pick for him. Not a first. 
Are you out of your mind? Oh my, no thanks. No thanks. Uh, Steve Ott. No. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm assuming we're getting into joke territory We're getting into the here. hypotheticals here. Uh, Stu Barnes, an assistant with Dallas. I highly doubt that he would even be remotely close to an option. Ted Nolan. All right. Want to get into story time again here, Ted <laughs> Nolan? What's going Go, yeah, the what happened last night when when I said I would rather, you know. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, do you want me to say it? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Say the words. No. no. Uh, go through what happened. What did I even tweet that you replied to? You. Oh, yeah. I was saying that uh, there's. I don't think there's a single guy that if they announce this guy as the head coach, I would be excited. Not right. one. And I said Boudreaux would have been that guy. Mm-hmm. Not if they traded a first-round pick for him, but... Uh, and then you replied with a picture of the good good man Ted Nolan. Ted Nolan just peeking onto your screen. And then there, I you know. said, I'd rather contract penile cancer. Yes, there you go. Yes, yes, Then yes, yes, yes. see Ted Nolan as this team's coach for a third time. Mm. No thanks. Ted Nolan, I would rather have. I mean, I'd rather have Ted Nolan than Guy Boucher. But. Yeah. But like, come on! But what, is, no, what is Ted Nolan I mean, doing right now? I don't even think he's a real option. <laughs> he's not. Like... He wasn't a real option in 2014 either. Hold no, on. No. What is Ted Nolan up to? I'm gonna try and find this. He's he's probably coaching like high school hockey in Nova Scotia or Ted something. Ted Nolan. I bet that's what he's doing. Was he doing something like look that? Look up when... his Wikipedia page. What was he doing when we hired him for the second time? I don't know. Well, he was doing Latvia, wasn't he? That's true. But he I was the what... head coach of the Polish national team. Wow. Until 2018. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow, okay. Doesn't seem like he's up to anything right now. Let's see. So he's still... Wait, he was with Rochester. He was... Well, that was oh, he was the vice president of Rochester Amherst from 09 to 11. That was when they weren't affiliated oh, with us, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. Return That's Buffalo. why we didn't know. Polish. Yeah, it wow. seems like he's not doing anything right now, so... He's available. Ted Nolan's available. His name's in the hat, I guess. Uh, no, for some no. reason. Yeah, so you, you think Chris Taylor. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's going to be Chris Taylor. Mm-hmm. Sheldon Keefe is not coming to Buffalo. Toronto's not going to grant him permission because I guarantee you Babcock is probably, if not in the hot seat already, he's going to be if they don't beat the Bruins. Maybe he's not fired this year, but if they collapse again next year, it's over for him, I'm guessing. Is it Babcock Watch Part 2? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Maybe he'll use us for leverage once again. You know, I wonder if Todd McClellan did that, too, to the Kings. Maybe. Use Buffalo's leverage. Mm-hmm. Everyone's catching on, though. Uh, Jacob Bryson, 2017 fourth-round pick, Providence captain. Their coach, Nate Lehman, said that he is the best defenseman he's ever coached. And I believe he's coach Shane Gossespierre. Okay. Jacob Bryson's the real deal. Jacob Bryson is a really good defenseman. He's small. He doesn't mm-hmm. play like he's small, though. Puck mover. Tory Krug. Oh. Think Tory Krug. Okay. This is Jacob Bryson could be the next Tory Krug. Okay. I could, I'd, I'd take that on my team, mm-hmm. definitely. So I think he's a dark horse to be on the team next year. It's. I mean, it certainly seems like he's it. probably going to be in Rochester, mm-hmm. but you never know. Where else would he go? Just Rochester. 
he's he can't go like the junior or anything. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay, he's so Rochester. So you think it's more likely twenty one. You think it's more likely he's on the Sabers than he's in Rochester. I think he's more likely in Rochester, but I okay. think he could play in Buffalo. Okay. Because like we didn't think Lawrence Pilot was gonna even have a prayer of being in Buffalo, mm-hmm. at least to start. But he looked he in preseason he was probably one of their best defensemen. And everyone mm-hmm. was like, yeah, this guy should probably be on the team. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the same case with Jacob Bryson next year. Yeah. And he signed an ATO, so he's going to play in Rochester. Who I, he's probably not going to get in the lineup right away unless there's like a big, big injury crisis. I believe but. there's 11 available defensemen mm-hmm. that the Amherst and they have. just signed some guy from Alabama or something. Oh, I forget his name. Hold on, I think let's go Amherst. Huh. Had the whole list, I, and he—I guess he's doing really well too. So I'm gonna try. And well, I didn't hear about that one, but uh, I saw a Syracuse Crunch fan tweet: "Imagine being Dalton Smith and thinking you're good at hockey." <laughs> Kurt Gosselin, yeah, that's his name. Hmm. Yeah, but they got Redmond, McWilliam, Borgen, Pilot, Tennyson, Doherty, Pache, Hickey, Gosselin, Fitzgerald, and Bryson all eligible for the playoffs. I think they're, they're, facing, they're team. facing Toronto too, mm-hmm. and I think they've had Toronto's number for most of the season. They so. are a very deep team. I think they gotta they gotta move on. They gotta get mm-hmm. past Toronto because they got handled by Syracuse last year in the first round. Oh, and my rant about AHL TV: mm-hmm. if you bought an AHL TV subscription, it only it was only good for the regular season. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I think I'm yesterday pissed. yesterday they announced the playoff package. It's like twenty five bucks. Oh wow. wow! And then you, it's seven dollars for one day, a single day pass. If you want to watch AHL hockey for one night, it's seven dollars. Are you kidding me? Well, that I spent sixty bucks on this package, thinking that it was going to be good for the playoffs. I could just watch the AHL playoffs with it. Fine, sixty bucks. I can watch all the games the rest of the year. No, nope. oh. you got to buy the playoff package. That throws a wrench like, in my screw plans. Screw you, AHL. Are you kidding so me? So $25 a month? I think it's $25 gets you everything. It's oh. not even just a single team. You can watch all the games. Oh, well, that's But not I don't horrible. I don't care about the other games. I just want to watch you. the Amherst. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you. they have a single team all access package like they did for the regular season, which is like maybe 10 or $15. I don't want to spend 25 bucks. I'm not going to watch all the games. I just want to watch the Amherst games. And what if they get bounced in Three games. Mm-hmm. I'm just on twenty five. Like, come on. Yeah, that's that's garbage. Like, if they're that's making a valid point, if they're making a Calder Cup run, then sure. But I'm gonna spend twenty five bucks, and I might only get to watch three Amherst games. Like, come on, that's garbage. Do better, AHL. Do better. Well, I mean, the NHL already doesn't do stuff very well, so. Uh, I guess maybe they should start testing out some new marketing schemes in the minor leagues and not just uh, not just play on the ice. Okay, I'm trying to pull up. Yeah, I'm trying to bring Amherst up stats here. I'm trying to bring up AHL TV and just see. Wow, that is bonkers. Yeah, twenty five bucks. It's eight dollars, seven ninety nine for one day access. So maybe I'm better off just spending. No, no, because it's a better deal. Just if the Amherst are going on a long run. And you're only doing the one-day access. You're spending a lot of money. Okay, I'm going to bring up Rochester's stats here. We can do a little bit of an Amherst playoff preview, I guess. Yeah. So, hold on. I don't have... When does the playoff start on Wednesday, actually? Let's see. The AHL playoffs. 
I'm sure I'll find a way to watch the games one way or another. Yeah, you can find a legal stream somewhere. Yes. Friday, Friday at 7.05, Blue Cross Arena, Amherst Marlies. I believe before last year, the last time the Amherst were in the playoffs, which was like 2013, they faced the Marlies and they were bounced in the first round. Didn't and, we face uh, Chicago one year or no? I don't know. I don't remember. But I it doesn't seem like... Uh, the Amherst games are going to be on MSG, which is an absolute shame. Mm-hmm. Absolute shame. Of course. Uh, come on. Oh, my God. AHL app kind of sucks, too. But And you know what? Those games would get crazy ratings as They well. would because mm-hmm. Buffalo, they want playoff hockey. And, I mean, there are some guys. Mm-hmm. In, oh, God, this absolutely sucks. This app- I just want to look at the Rochester. Oh, my God. Okay. Is that it? Here we go. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Rochester, Amherst, wherever you are. There we go. Submit. Okay. All right. And if it will load. Victor Olofsson finished with 63 points in 66 games and had a lengthy drought for goals as well. 30 goals. C.J. Smith, 28 goals. I feel like ever since he got sent back after that last recall, nobody was really talking about him. But Olofsson, he had a great year down there. He looked fantastic in his time in Buffalo, too. He's, I'm all but a lock to be on the team next year, barring something like him contracting AIDS or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, he is going to be in Buffalo next year. I thought you were going to say penile cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That would have been, been good. Uh, C.J. Smith, think he's in Buffalo next year? No. I don't think so either. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to try and do better. Yeah. 58 points in 62 games. Not bad at all. Zach Redman. I'm still getting messages. Is Zach Redman going to be on the team next year? No. No. No, no, no. Zach Redman is on an AHL-only contract. And he's only a good player in the AHL. I mean, that's it. Yeah. He is an AHL player. That's it. No more, no less. That is it. Zach Redman is an AHL defenseman just like... Uh, T.J. Brennan. Mm-hmm. He is an He's older the gold T.J. Standard. Brennan. Yeah. Zach Redman is a number one defenseman in the AHL. He is your eighth defenseman in the NHL. That's the how. That's it. that's it. He can't play in Buffalo unless they sign him to a deal. And if he did play in Buffalo, you would hate him because last year, well, in the 17-18, yes, yeah. he played a cup of coffee in Buffalo. Everyone hated him. He was like Matt Tennyson. No. No, 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 no. Zach Redman is in the AHL to stay, and he's doing wonders for guys like Lawrence Pilot down there playing with him. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, Redman can't play. So, listen, 50 points in 58 games, though. Danny O'Regan, 48 points in 70 games, 20 goals. I really like Danny O'Regan. Every time I watch Rochester, he stands out to me. I hope they don't lose him because he's a Group 6 free agent. He can leave if he wants, but I hope Buffalo has interest in keeping him. Maybe they'd probably have to be like, hey, you got a good chance of being on this team next year mm-hmm. to do that. Wayne Simpson, uh, I mean, this is really where the points start to trail off, 45.72 games. Again, just like Redmond, he's on the AHL deal only. Taylor Lear, the acquisition in the Justin Bailey trade, he's been really good. I like Taylor Lear. Like Danny O'Regan, he's, on, he's a Group 6 free agent as well, so he can have free reign to go somewhere else. So, and another thing, I was talking with Brayton yesterday. 
with guys like Olafson, Smith, Asplund having the chance in Nylander as well, also having the chance to come up to Buffalo next year, Rochester's going to have to get some forwards. Right. And especially if they lose uh, O'Regan, Lear, I would highly doubt that they qualify Ramielli. They're going to need a whole new forward core next year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm not so sure it's a slam dunk that the Amherst are going to be good next year, especially if they're losing all those forwards. Yeah, yeah. Defense is probably going to be good, but I don't know. Kevin Porter, Captain Ports, uh, 39-58. Rasmus Asplund, what a story this guy has been in the second half. 41 points in 75 games. He has had like 30 points since the second half. I think he can play next year. I would not be surprised. He is hes a very underrated prospect. I feel like just off past experiences, I guess you could say, I think he's in a, he'll, he'll be in the AHL at least now a season. Probably. That's just what... Probably. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe Marcus Davidson comes over mm-hmm. as, as a prospect. Maybe they draft... I don't even know who... I, I don't think any forwards are going to be coming as far as prospects go. Because no. whoever they draft, unless like they draft Alex Turcotte, and he's like, you know what, I want to go play in the AHL. It's not going to happen, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be tough. Unless maybe they draft someone from Sweden with like the late first-round pick, mm-hmm. and they send him over to the AHL like they did with Nylander, but it's got to be the right circumstance. Alex Nylander, he had 31 points in 49 games. That's not horrible. Like, no. for all the flack that he got in Rochester, that's decent production. 39 points, you said? 31 points in 49 games. Okay. That's not That's bad. good production. Hold on. What's the point per game on that? That's about, I don't know, 52-point pace maybe? I don't know. 0.63 point per game. That's not bad. Okay. I mean, you, of course you want more, but for, I mean, you would think he had seven points last mm-hmm. in, in Rochester last year, the way people talked about him. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence Pilot, 26 and 30. That's really good. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pilot, he will never go to Rochester again. I will be absolutely flabbergasted if he's back in Rochester next year. He's going to be – he can carry – the Amherst are going to go as far as Lawrence Pilot can carry them. Uh, Tage Thompson, nine points in – yeah, nine points in eight games, six goals. Are you all, for, are you all uh, regretting calling him a bust already? He should have been down there all year. Yeah, he should have. Mm-hmm. He should have. Imagine if he was down there for even like 75% of the year. He'd have 30 goals. Yeah. And everyone would be like, oh, my God, put him on the first line next year. He's going to be so good. It's just, oh man, you just got to hope that <laughs> it can translate next season if he's on the team. Mm-hmm. And I think he will be on the team. Mm-hmm. He will be. Uh, I like Tate Thompson a lot. I've liked him going back to his days at UConn. I wanted the Sabres to draft him in 2016. He is a really talented player. It's just a matter of getting it all together, and he's only 21. He's not 25, 24. Like, the way that people talk about him, it's like it's over. He's a bust. He's not going to be able to get it together. AHL stats are proven you're wrong so far. Hopefully, Amherst have a long playoff run and can go far, and hopefully Thompson is a big-time contributor for them. But... I think the book is not closed on Tage Thompson at all. I know people hate him because of the O'Reilly trade, and the same thing with Robin Leonard. Mm-hmm. People hated Robin Leonard because of the trade. It's not Thompson's fault he was in the O'Reilly trade. Mm-hmm. Let's hope he does well. Let's hope he does well. 
Uh, Andrew Ogilvy, concussions this year, 10 points in 28 games. I like him a lot. Uh, Casey Fitzgerald, in four games, he had three points. That's wow. Impressive. Do you have a goal? Uh, yes, he scored wow. in the last game of the season. Luko Pekalukinen. He made his Amherst debut after signing an ATO. I watched the third period of that game. Not Didn't really stand out. Like The the Senators weren't really testing him all that much. They're not a really good team, but they got the win 4-2. Thompson had a goal and assist. Fitzgerald got his first goal. I didn't see any highlights, but I hope it was an impressive 32 saves. I not like Not, not, like not you know. all in his chest. But yeah, right. Lukanen, he probably he's probably not playing. In, in the playoffs, in the I playoffs, doubt it. That there's that no they way they can't go to unless him. like Wedgwood gets hurt mm-hmm. or something. But in that case, I would hope they go to Lukanen over Wilcox. But you never know. I, yeah, you never know. I just you think. Yeah, I just think he can't. I don't think he'd go with a rookie if mm-hmm. if one of your guys goes down. There's a stat. Hold on. Uh, let's go, Amherst. Uh, he dug up some information. You know who was the Binghamton Senators' backup goalie in that game? Sebastian Caron. Remember him? No. He hasn't played since 2016 in Germany, but he was a Penguin before. Uh, he, he he was all around the league, but he must be on their staff or something because that's like an emergency goalie. Yep, I, I guess so. I mean, it's the AHL. Weird things probably happen all the time. There's probably been a bartender who was goalie <laughs> this year. Uh, I'm trying to find this amazing stat. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, when you're looking for that, I have a question to ask you because this is something I'm always debating with myself. Is is the KHL or the AHL the second best league in the world? What do you think personally? It's probably pretty close. It's pretty close, right? I think the AHL. I I would tend to agree with you that. You know, because yeah. like, everyone says the KHL, well, like why aren't all those guys just coming over here then? Why isn't there why aren't we trying to sign every KHL player if they're so much better Maybe than they the don't AHL want to that's true. I mean, I mean, Russians that's are. That's hard. It's hard, right? Because I mean, there should be a super series, KHL versus AHL super series. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. I, that, yeah. That'd be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I feel like there's more skill in the KHL. I think so too, just because it's the Russian style mm-hmm. and that's more skill based. But Grigorenko, hold on. I, I want to bring this uh, up. Yeah, Mikhail Grigorenko. Mikhail Grigorenko lighting up the KHL. I couldn't find that stat, but moral of the story is Patrick Wah. He after playing in junior, he went oh. to the AHL, played a game, and then led them to the Calder Cup. Uko Pekalukinen is the third goalie to have played, um, like one game or something. Well, I'm sure there's been more, but he pointed out the cases where or two that goalies goalie before led, have won the Calder. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, led them to the Calder Cup. So I'm assuming yeah. they played. I don't think Lukanen's going to play it was though. Why there was one other guy too. I forget the other one. Uh, yeah, Mikhail Grigorenko. It wasn't Carey Price, right? It was Carey Price. It was Carey Price. It was Carey okay. Price. Carey Price and Patrick Yeah, Wong. I knew it was another elite guy. Wait, was it Carey Price? Hold on. Because I remember... I think so. Hold on. Let's find this. I'm going to look up... Hang on. Hang on. Just search Lukanen and Wah. I'm sure it'll come up. Lukanen. Wah. We'll find it. Hold on. We'll get to the bottom of this. Do, 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 do. Got to make noise. Got to make noise. There's no dead air. Oh, boy. Wow. Four tweets in, and it's already into 2011 territory. <laughs> um, 
Amalika Patrick. Okay, Wa- I found it. You found it? It was Carey Price. Okay. Yes, Patrick Waugh turned pro in 1985 at age 19, played one regular season game, led the Sherbrooke Canadians to the Calder Cup win. Carey Price turned pro in 2007 at age 19, played two regular season games, led the Hamilton Bulldogs to a Calder Cup. All I looked up was Patrick Waugh Calder, and it was the very first tweet. So, All right, so there you have it. UPL is going to lead the Amherst to the Calder yep, Cup. Yep, the prophecy has been foretold yes. by Sir Patrick and and Lord Carey. Okay, Mikhail Gregorenko. I want to bring this up because 52 points in 55 KHL games. A legit chance he could find his way back into the league, I think. I think he will. If he wants to come back, he'll come back. He's getting the proper development. <laughs> he's getting the yeah, proper finally, pro development now. Finally getting the proper development. Maybe if he stayed here, that's what he'd be doing. <laughs> that I'm only mildly joking here. But. I'm trying to find his playoff stats because I know he's like absolutely lighting up the Gagarin Cup playoffs right now. I'm trying to find it. It's okay. it's often impossible to find. He him. has okay. Uh, I guess it, that doesn't want to load. Maybe. Oh geez, we're a mess right now. Yeah, we're kind of going off the cuff. If you can't tell. Okay. Uh, hold. I I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it. Gagarin Cup playoff seasons. I got it. You do. Uh, 1819 with Moskva. 18 games, 12 goals, 8 assists for 20, 20 points. points in the Gagarin Cup. Yep. And I think they won, right? I'm almost positive CSKA. they won the Gagarin Cup. Oh, well, because it's Putin's yeah, team. Yeah, um, obviously. Let's see. Uh, CSKA Moscow, is it? Yeah. CSKA Moscow. But moral of the story here is, would he be a better option at, like, third or fourth line center than Evan Rodriguez and... Johan Larson, probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. Look, oh my god, what if we turned into defending Mikhail Grigorenko? Mikhail Grigorenko now. <laughs> they definitely won. They always win. They do cuz they're owned by the they're run by the government. Uh state-sponsored propaganda. S- state-sponsored propaganda indeed. Here we go. This should this should tell us seasons in the KHL. Oh my dear god, we can't Whatever. We let's are go so the, ineffective let's, today. Let's go on the assumption that they won. Yeah. But yeah, Mikhail Gregorenko is probably going to come back, but would you accept him back into ah, the Sabres organization? There we go. Grigorenko writes history posting first ever Gagarin Cup finals hat trick. Wow. Wow. Grigorenko. Mm. He'll come back. He'll come back He'll someday. Come back to the league. Maybe not to Buffalo, but somewhere else. Maybe he'll go to Vegas. Yep, they, with Nikita they won. Gusev. They won four games in the final. Hmm, interesting. All right. Well, Maybe. would you welcome no, him they, back? They've won two games. Uh, yeah. Who owns his rights? Nobody. Nobody owns his rights. That's Colorado, right. Colorado. We traded him. Colorado <laughs> just let him go. Right. They didn't even qualify him. They're like, you know what? Screw off, Grigo. You're done. Uh, I think I'd take him back too. I know. Like, oh, give him our shot. Retread, it can't. It can't but, hurt at this point. Like, I mean, they traded him before he was even ready to be an NHL player. Mm-hmm. Like, we never saw NHL player Mikhail Grigorenko. He was okay in Colorado. Like, whenever I watched Colorado games, Grigorenko was fine. So I think he'd be a, a fine NHL player, not living up to the potential that Buffalo hoped he would be when they drafted him, but, like, a good third-line center. I'm still a big Zadorov fan, too. Zadorov was good yesterday. I think... I like if him. we had, if we still had a player like that who was physical and just nasty like that, um, they don't have any of those guys. On we the don't defense. have any of those guys. Well, first the line, but I mean, 
Zadorov is much Maybe McCabe. versus the line. Yeah, McCabe not really that nasty. McCabe defends his teammates, but he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't. I guess he's not the aggressor. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Yeah. All right. Playoff. Playoffs. Playoffs in general. Yes, indeed. Uh, last Wednesday the playoffs started. That was a day before our last show, but uh, it's been a fun. It's been a fun playoff so far. Um, a couple. You know, there's some series where teams are running away with it more than I'd like. Um. The Islanders, I thought that was going to be a six-game series. I think I only had the Islanders winning in, like, one of my three brackets. I think I had them winning in the TCB one. Yeah, uh, but, uh, wow, what a story. What a story. And the reason I am, I'm rooting for the Bruins now is just how sweet it will be if the Islanders are in the second round and the Leafs are out round one. That would be absolutely fantastic. That would be hilarious. Yes. And just absolute poetic justice. And that might be the case. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be a nice Eastern Conference oh. final? Oh, man. Toronto Leafs. Ah, Toronto that would Maple be... Leafs and the New York Islanders. I would want the Islanders to win so bad. Mm. Just, ooh. I want the Islanders to win the Cup. Yeah. I, wa- I just want to see Robin Leonard Robin lift, the, Leonard. lift the Stanley Cup. Barry Trotz. I want him to get the Conn Smythe Trophy, lift it over his head, and then flip off everybody in Buffalo yep. and be like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, this place sucks. This coaching staff is horrible. <laughs> Mitch Korn's my guy. Maybe Mitch- they should trade a first-round pick for Mitch Korn. Maybe they should, because Mitch <laughs> Korn deserves the Vesna Trophy. He's long overdue. It, it's been a very fun playoff. I I'm have lo- I watched a Colorado first period of Colorado Calgary yesterday. Nate not, McKinnon, not a good one to watch. I will donate both of my kidneys to have him. I will harvest both of my kidneys to have Nate McKinnon on Buffalo. I think the most valuable player in the league when you factor in talent, production, and contract. Mm-hmm. He makes three hundred thousand more than Kyle Oposo. That's it, mm-hmm. Nate McKinnon is a god. He is a hockey god. Kale McCarr is going to be a hockey god. Colorado is going to be dynamite for so many years. They're going to be so good. If they can fill that the bottom of their lineup, oh yes, indeed they are. And they're going to. Their defense is really good. You got under yeah, like once Gerard gets back to that lineup, he was hurt yesterday. Got Gerard, McCarr, Barry, they have Zadorov, uh, Connor Timmins coming up. That's too. right. They have two first round picks this year fourth overall and they're in the playoffs it's stunning i mean if if you get a goaltender i don't think i don't know if grubauer is the long-term answer there he's had a very Maybe. good series though yeah. he's had a very good series they did give up a second round pick for him and they had to take on brooks orpik's contract mm-hmm. and they bought him out but still but i think these two teams are a lot more evenly matched i think colorado is going to win the series calgary doesn't have a goaltender no they don't i johnny gaudreau has gone flat um, who has they've gotten goals from? I think Rasmus Anderson, um, I fell asleep Andrew Mangiapane. It's it's their bottom level guys that are scoring. I know Monahan had a goal. Um, Didn't Bennett score? Two. Sam Bennett scored last night. I don't yeah, know. Remember, their... remember a few years ago in the playoffs before Reinhardt was a thing, and Bennett was playing mm. for Calgary in the playoffs. Like, we drafted the wrong Sam. You know the typical reaction of Buffalo fans. Yeah. When it comes to prospects, yeah, yeah. So and we we drafted the right Sam. I can tell you that for sure. I'm 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 not sure if you go to David Riddick at all. I think you have to in the series. 
But if you're down, you're down. If you're if they're down three to one, I think you have to. Speaking, or maybe you do next game, and then if that doesn't work out, you go back to Smith. That's why I'm thinking you give Smith one more game, mm-hmm. and well, I think you give Smith one more game, and if it all if it all fails, then you switch goalies. But another series where goaltending has been the Achilles heel, the San, San Jose, Jose Sharks. The Sharks. Martin Jones sucks. They and they refuse to go to Aaron Dell, and I think what the only reason I could well Jones got pulled in the the game where Vegas. He did. That was quick three nothing lead, and then Sharks came back, and then game two. Yeah, right? yeah, it was like six to three, I think. Yeah. Well, Jones has now allowed three goals in the first period twice, mm-hmm. two games in a row. And they gave up a first round pick for him. Mm-hmm. I think they became Tread Frederick. The thing is, if you pull him in the playoffs for Dell, you're destroying your investment because he, he's going to be shot. He's already struggling as it is, a sub-900 save percentage. That doesn't bode well for him next season, I don't believe. I don't know what happened between now and last year. I think he had a 916 save percentage last year. But it's one of those things, if it's not something, it's another thing for the Sharks. If they had good goaltending, they would be the favorite to win the yeah. cup, probably. And in fairness to Jones as well, their defense was being shredded. Mark Stone just destroyed the Sharks' defense Stone in, is in Game really Three. Good. Just remember when apart. people were saying that Skinner's better than him. Mm-hmm. Out of your mind! Oh my God! At the same time, Jones. I mean, it's it's it falls on all of them. The Sharks' offense has not been a problem. I mean, scoring four or five goals a game. Uh, you got to get help in other places, and goaltending doesn't get the blame as often as it should around the league. You know what? I don't think the Sharks are going to be good next year. You don't. I, they're going to lose a lot. I, I don't think Carlson's coming back. I don't think he is either. No. Uh, and Ottawa has the Sharks pick next year. Thornton might retire. Really? Maybe. I think I him and Pavelski. I say take, might. I think they're going to take hometown discounts so they can keep the team together. Pavelski definitely. Because they got to pay, uh, what's his name, uh, Meyer. They have to pay Timo Meyer, too. And I think there's a couple other guys. So they what about pay. Hurdle? Hurdle, I think they extended him. They extended him. But, like, they have some big extensions kicking in. So, I mean, Burns... Like, they can't be paying Pavelski and Thornton big money anymore. They just can't. Burns and Carlson need to... They need to get into it now because they... It, it falls yeah, on... imagine you they get need, bounced in the first round of the playoffs by Vegas. You gave up all that for Eric Carlson. And it's going to go to nothing. Not, yeah. I When your goaltender's struggling like that, you need to fall on your two... I mean, top ten defensemen in the league, and they're getting nothing from them. I think Carlson has a goal... But I'm I'm not sure what Burns has done. But it's been a fun series. It's been, the thing, the term that goes through my mind, track meet. It's been a track meet. It's five goal periods. It's it's been a fun one to watch. Vegas has Gusev on the way too. That's right. He was at practice yesterday. I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if Vegas uh, can go far here. Um, but it's it it's a shame because the game starts so late, and I I hate staying up till one o'clock to finish watching them. But they're good games. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the lightning is happening. Uh, I feel like jackets, man. Man, could you imagine a Blue Jackets Islanders conference final? I was just thinking, like, there has been much crazier. Every year, there's some kind of wacky stuff that happens in the playoffs where you get a totally out there conference final. Like, who would have expected Winnipeg and Vegas last year? The year before that, before that, uh, Nashville and St. Louis. I think it was. I do not want to see St. Louis move on. 
No, I want to see Winnipeg win more than anything because mm-hmm. I am sick and tired of hearing about Ryan O'Reilly every day. Oh my God! I have my whiteout Can shirt we on. Just forget about it already. He's not coming back. You can't undo the trade. It's over. What they have now isn't. Oh my! I'm done. I'm. We have beaten this horse to death. The horse is in the ground. It is a part of the ground now. We have beaten it so hard. I, ju- I can't take it anymore. I'm sick and tired of hearing about Sabres Twitter talking about Ryan O'Reilly every single day, mm-hmm. every hour of the day, talking about, oh, my God, what a horrible trade. Tate Thompson sucks. Oh, my God, I don't want to wait three years for this first-round pick to mount to anything. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. Winnipeg, just win for God's sake. I can't, no, please. Patrick Line has been a stud in this series. Three games, three goals. If Winnipeg trades him, they're out of their mind. Kyle Connor had an absolutely fantastic game as well with another goal. Jordan Bington, they cracked his armor. He was really, really good in the first. I'm sick and tired of hearing about Jordan Bennington. He's 25, the same age as Zemgus freaking Gergensen's, and we're talking about Calder Trophy. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. He's played like 30 games. How is this guy getting any caller consideration? Rasmus Dahlin, as an 18-year-old, is putting up historic numbers, and no one's talking about him in the caller conversation. Get out of here. He looks like Squidward's house. He does. Mm-hmm. All right, we we didn't get to uh, Sabres playoff teams yet. We got to get to Oh, that. you're right, you're right. Okay, I, there's this so much the, to talk this about. This was the moral of the episode. We, I know, I know. We to reminisce about oh, the... The last four Sabres playoff teams. That's right. There's definitely more playoffs I'll talk about next week. Next week next we'll do week it. Next week we'll do more. Ovechkin knocking out a 19-year-old kid. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Man, if you, if we didn't go off for 10... Domed him! If we didn't go off for 10 minutes on Mr. Bob, we would have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <laughs> All right. Yes. What should we should we start with 05060607? Yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about... The last four Sabres playoff teams. In the uh, spirit of the playoffs. What did we like, I guess? Memories, you could say, of this team, of these teams. And we did two polls. Yes. We did two polls on our Twitter. I hope we have some a good amount of votes, but we, we did. What are your... We separated into two, because mm-hmm. had we done one, everyone would vote for 0506 or 0607. Yes, exactly. What, what, team did, what playoff team did you like more? The 0506 Sabres versus the 0607 Sabres? Then we did the... 9-10-11. Indeed. All right. 05-06 and 06-07. 280 votes. Mm. About an hour in. 06-07 is leading 54-46. to 46. Trash. I mean, I, did, I was not... I'm not... Back then, I was a casual fan. I mm-hmm. didn't really... I, don't, I was still pretty young, so I mm-hmm. don't really have much recollection of those years besides like going to a family friend's house and watching some of the games the, and falling asleep. The 0506 playoffs were the first hockey games I watched. Uh and it, it was it was game 1 against the Flyers and that game ended 2 days later we played them again game 2 and I had thought cuz I I, w- I was a big wrestling fan and still am more than anything and I thought well, wait a minute. Did they challenge us to a rematch? Like like you'd see on like a Ronald wrestling show. <laughs> and I didn't understand the concept of the playoffs, so I thought the Flyers are challenging us. They're calling us out. <laughs> and so we beat them for a second game in a row, and that was the game where Robert Ash went crazy. So that that that's the playoff run that got me into hockey, but I really became diehard super into it the next year in seventh grade. Not seventh grade. In second grade. <laughs> second grade. Uh, 
<laughs> I think, though, I will maintain this. The 05-06 team was a better team than 06-07. I do think so. I think the roster was Yeah, because they lost deeper. Greer. Dumont. Dumont. Uh, McKee. McKee. Lost some guys, so. Yeah, I can I can see that. Uh, I can see why I would have, I mean, the 05-06 season was special because nobody expected them to be that good. Mm-hmm. Nobody. It'd be like if the Sabres come out next year and make it to the conference finals. It'd be the exact same thing. I bought the 05-06 Hockey News season preview on eBay specifically just... Oh, really? I spent 13 bucks just to look at That's what That's worth it. Absolutely it is. worth it. They had us at like a C-plus for like our grade or whatever, um, and they had the Flyers winning the cup. Really? Against the Flames. Hmm. Yeah. But the 06-07 team, they had expectations. Like, mm-hmm. they were supposed to be. Like, after that season, you're supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. Although, the season was fantastic. They won the President's Trophy, went to the Eastern Conference Final. Was the playoff run not underwhelming, though? Like, I... I you're out in five in the Conference Final of the Senators. I, I'd consider that a I loss. think our weaknesses that year were really shown in the Rangers series. Because the Rangers were... And, they weren't expected. Okay, they yeah. weren't expected to be very good either. They were just, mm-hmm. I mean, coming out of the lockout, they were just rebuilding. I, I, they really kind of exposed us. I feel like they beat us in that double overtime game, and it went to six. They were seven seconds away from having a three-two lead going back to Madison Square Garden. So, I think that was kind of where you thought, uh, maybe, maybe we should start worrying about Ottawa if we, if we get by this. But, and we got a landslide here in nine, ten, and ten, eleven. 209 votes, the 9-10 Sabres winning by a 65-35 to 35 margin. I agree with that. Yeah, I like the 9-10 team. 10-11, though, I, that comeback, that late-season comeback mm-hmm. was nice. Definitely nice. Uh, I liked the them in the playoffs in 10-11 more than in 9-10. Because mm-hmm. the Bruins, they made short work of Buffalo that season, that series. Yeah, Johnny that Boy, Johnny Boychuk, we mentioned him last week. Mm. He basically ruined all hope. Miroslav Shatan. I remember ruined I, all hope. Was it Derek Roy who was hurt a lot, and then he came back for game one of the I playoffs? Think so. Yeah, I remember being super excited. Then Vanek and oh, Ellis man. go down. It's over. I don't remember that happening, but I in two thousand ten. Yeah, but yeah. I but Boychuk yeah. took them both out. Then there was the the brawl at the end of game five, where. Was the Leem? Really? I don't know. Oh there were there was there was a fight though. Then Ennis had the crazy diving poke check goal. Oh man! In, on the empty yeah. net. Yeah. To ice. Game I remember. Five. Yeah, Ennis came up for the ten playoffs, and then he was the hero in 2011. Game yeah. Four or game five. Yeah. I remember being. Oh boy, what I do to go back and change this now? Because this would not be the case today. But I I used to get super stressed out during playoff games and not watch them really so during that game i was playing modern warfare 2 i was playing special ops mm. i remember and i ran upstairs just in time when i heard that we were gonna win and the net was empty i ran upstairs to see it i, heard I could a... never do that i, I mean it's back been like, then i was different it's been like eight years since but yeah man i know what a lot has changed what's it gonna feel like to watch a sabers playoff game someday man oh man believe it or not there are hd Sabres playoff videos on YouTube. It's crazy. It's 2011 HD, but it's HD. Like the, the Sabres have been in the playoffs in the HD TV I, era. I watch the highlights from all those games about once a year. It's yeah. very sad. I try not to do it anymore. Cause I don't watch the 0607 as much, but 
But if you think about it, like, the time removed from 07 to 2011, it's like, it's four years. It's like from the tank to now. It's not a lot. Yeah. It's not a lot at no, all. No. Like, the the, the, the stars <clears throat> were last in the playoffs three years ago. They had the same two-year gap that we did during between 07 and 09, and that went super quick mm-hmm. for the stars. Like the, the cup final Buffalo team, the 99 team? Yeah. For the gap between that and 0506 is not that long. That's literally like the gap between the tank to now. Like, yeah, I know, right? We were in the cup, and then less than a decade and later, short, short. It didn't take that you're long. You're in the conference final. Like you're bad, and then you're. Just think of that roster again. turnaround from '99 in yeah. seven How years. How many guys on the '99 team were on the 0506 team? McKee. Yeah, McKee was probably the only one. He was only there for like a year. Dumont was Dumont there? No, Dumont wasn't. Not a lot. No, yeah, that's the moral. Probably of the story, just but. McKee. Yeah, I like the 2011 team, man. I miss I miss playoff hockey. Man, in seven years, that changed completely. Yeah. The whole style of the game changed, too. But yet, you watch like highlights of other series from like 2002, and it feels like an eternity mm-hmm. between then. Uh, we'll do some questions. You ever think of like world events that were going on and think, like, man, that made the world seem a lot newer? Yet, like, like George Bush was making his mission accomplished speech. Well, the Sabres were filing for bankruptcy. It feels like those were two completely different timelines, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you brought up Occupy Wall Street, like, a month ago. Yeah. yeah. In regards to something with the Sabres. Man, I, it's weird. I was coming home and watching TRL in 2005, and that seems super modern. Like, that seems like it was just yesterday. But yet the lockout was happening, and that seems like it was super long ago. It's just weird, you know? The timeline is just... Maybe it's some form of the Mandela effect. All right, we'll answer some questions really quick. John asks, what's the top six look like at the start of next season? Eichel, Reinhardt. Are we going to do some fantasy stuff here? We're going to have to. Matt Duchesne. I'm going to go with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Let's make it interesting. Nugent Hopkins. Nugent Hopkins, okay. Mm -hmm. With Jeff Skinner. With Victor Olofsson. Tage Thompson. No. No, hold on. Let's start over. Let's start over. Eichel, Reinhardt. I'm going to say... Olofsson. I'm going to make it interesting. Kevin Hayes as a second-line center. Kevin Hayes. Okay. So there's four, right? No, wait. Mm -hmm. Eichel, Reinhardt, Olofsson, Hayes. That's four. You need two more. Skinner coming back. Who the hell were our wingers this year? (laughs) Hmm... Can't even think of a yeah. team. Uh, Nylander. Yeah, Nylander. Skinner. There you go. There's we got to reach the fantasy into top the 50-50 bag. <laughs> there's that uh, potential top six. Uh, kind of underwhelming, but yeah. Uh, how many new bottom six forwards do the Sabres need for next season, and what free agents would you like us to target? That comes from Josh. Man, oh man, they need five new bottom six forwards. I'll tell you that. Gergensons, Larson, Saboka, they can all get out of here. It's getting to the point where you have to make a trade. Yeah. To not just acquire... With the Jets. With the Jets, more importantly. With the Jets, yes. Sign Brandon Tanov, and then trade to get Matthew Perot so you can get Adam Lowry or Andrew Kopp. There you go. That's how you accomplish that. 
you need a you need a center, a better third line center, or even a fourth line center because I'm assuming Middlestat. If they do get a second line center, they're gonna push him down. But yeah, what are you looking up here? I have a list of free agents. Maybe Derek Broussard. Mm. Not for the money he's gonna ask for. Gustav Nyquist will be available. I would take him. I'd take him in a heartbeat. He's 29, though, isn't he? 28. 28. I don't know. Mm, well, I mean, how are you going to find... You, you need something. Yeah. You know, Brock Especially Nelson? Especially if they... No, no thanks. I'm no Brock thanks? Nelson. No. Okay. Okay. Carl Hoglund, would you take a flyer on him? No. I mean, he'd be better than Zemis Gergensen's, but still. It really kind of drops off after that. Uh, I'll go to the second page here, but yeah, really, not a whole lot as far as free agents. No, go. you got to really, make a trade. You got to make a trade. You got to make a trade. Uh, Rob not. wants us to do a top seven mock draft. All right, number that's one. your thing. Number one, the New York. Pull up the draft order just in case I forget. Number one, the New York. I mean, the New Jersey Devils select uh, Jack Hughes. Number two, the New York Rangers. They're going to take Capo Caco. Uh, number three, Chicago. They're going to take Vasily Podkolzin. Number four, the Colorado Avalanche. I think they're going to take Dylan Cousins. Number five, the LA Kings take Bowen Byram. Number six, the Detroit Red Wings select Alex Turcotte. Seven, Buffalo takes Trevor Zegras from the United States National Team Development Program. And that is a W, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Zegras is really good dynamic playmaking center. So be happy if that happens. Uh, Kaven, he asks, where do you see Sabotka and Tage Thompson next season? Along with that, with what they're going to do with that draft pick. Uh, Sabotka is going to be on the next train to Siberia, or plane to Siberia, rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to be here next year. And if he is, I'm going to be very upset. Tage Thompson will be in Buffalo next year, whether you like it or not. Uh, the seventh overall pick, they're going to keep it. They're going to draft a really good prospect. Okay, and should we end off with that? I guess so. Got anything else to add about anything to rant about? No, uh, I guess be careful who you argue with and stand your ground. On Twitter, that is. Okay. Because you'll get satisfaction in the end. Uh-huh. No, no podcast on Thursday. We got stuff going on. Right. Uh, we did this, well, I mean, Happy Easter, first yeah, of all, happy if, if, you, if that applies to you. Mm-hmm. The, the start of the show, that was the highlights of Easter Sunday, Game 6 against the Flyers. So. Yeah. And it fit with Ruined the playoff theme. Childhood. Uh, <laughs> I was eating Easter dinner while Delano scored. And then I my remember. brothers and I went outside and threw eggs at the garage after. Sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll be back next week. Probably next Thursday, right? barring unforeseen circumstances. Yes, I do have one more little anecdote about that series. We were writing names of people we didn't like on the eggs. I think I wrote Billy Lano's name on one of the eggs and threw it against the garage, and it broke. Billy Lano sucks. What's he doing? Paint a picture of that. He's an artist now. He is. Yeah, he was trying to be an artist. Oh, yeah. He uh, Didn't he make a shirt? This is my time. I hated it in Buffalo. His pretentious art. Open up an art gallery in Stockholm. They made a Beyond Bloom gold on Billy Lano, didn't they? 
He's like playing the guitar and whatnot. Mm. Mm. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, again, we'll be back next Thursday, barring un- unforeseen circumstances. We're running out of ideas, it, it, as you can probably tell. We don't know what to talk about anymore. Folks, the summer's coming up. We're going to need your help. Yeah, we're going to need your help. I do have an app now, though, where we can record phone calls, so perhaps we can get guests. Okay. Maybe we can brainstorm a way to have callers on the Let's show, see. perhaps. Uh, uh, the, the TCB studio here is going to be in for some renovations soon, yes. hopefully. Yes, yes. So. We'll get some better microphones, hopefully, and not have to share one. Yes. Yeah, but, yeah, again, back next week, uh, follow The Charging Buffalo on Twitter and Instagram at The Charging Buff. Follow us on Twitter at JoeTCBNHLLVKETCB. Uh, subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Just search The Charging Buffalo Podcast. You should find it. And, yeah, leave us a review as well if you would feel so kind. And we'll be back next week and give us some ideas of what you would like to see us talk about because this this horse is dead and we don't know what to talk about anymore. So, Mm -hmm. all right, we'll see you in the next one. Take care, everyone.